This is the Blackout Podcast. Hi, Osama. Hello, how are you today? I'm great, and you? I'm great. Thanks for having me here. No, no, it's a pleasure. Um, I remember we met a while back when I had to write this profile on you, and then I met this super interesting guy. The first thing that got me was that you wanted, you ran for president of SMU Student Union your first year. I was like, who's this person? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that, though. So you came from, uh, what country did you move from? So I came from Kuwait. So yeah. I moved from Kuwait uh, five years ago yeah. uh, here to become a dentist in a way. You know, I uh, uh, wanted to do biology in my first four years. And uh, I kind of was forced to come here, you know, my, my family. Uh, I didn't really want to come here at the beginning. I wanted to go study in the Middle East, you know, next to my family. And I knew how hard it is to get into dentistry here, especially as an international student. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I said, you know what, let's give it a try. So I came here in my first year doing biology. And then I called my dad and said, ah, biology is not my thing, you know. That's, uh, I want to I wanna go into commerce, you know. And that's where uh, I moved into commerce. And that's where my uh, journey started with the student association running in my first year yeah. uh, so it was great yeah um so that first you actually came was that you came second i came third so yeah, but yeah. I, I was able to get 300 votes in my first year as I first mean, year student how was that first campaign though it was, it was interesting you know i was just leaving the language center and so i started in the language center from may till uh, uh september i started school in september and then february came election started and uh, i remember i had the nomination paper i have to fill 150 names in order to to run just what? to be able to run so you need to 150 signature from students oh, wow. uh, so i went around and i was like how can i get this 150 signature so i went i remember i went to library to one of the tables and a girl asked me uh would you bring a subway on campus and i said oh absolutely i'll work <laughs> on it and that's it since that time i just go around and be like okay. don't you want subway on campus and everyone like give me your paper i want to sign it for you so i was able to get my 150 nomination in like three hours just telling people don't you want subway on campus and that's actually how my first year went when oh wow okay so that first year happened you came third and then the next year so i came third and that's where i realized like what am i doing you know i was sitting on the debate you know people ask me questions and uh, i as i told you i really learned english here in canada like they're uh uh, so people ask me question and they wouldn't know what they mean, you know. Mm. And they will ask come a question and they will ask the person running against me, "Hey, person, what does what does what are they <laughs> asking me about?" You know. Uh, so, but I had that confidence in the debate. I was sitting, you know, straight and looking at people like, "Yeah, I'm I'm confident." Even I they will I will answer another question, you know. <laughs> but I had that confidence. Uh, so when I when I didn't get it, um, I applied to be a vice president at that time. Even though I, I knew I'm not gonna get it uh, because all the vice presidents at that time were like in their fourth year or fifth year, like they're all done, you know, and I'm this first year student, so I didn't get it, uh, but I want to become more engaged and involved, so uh, I went back home, I came back, I became a back leader for Welcome Week. What was uh, it's like the ones who prepare Welcome Week. It's oh, the back oh, leaders oh, okay. for orientation. Yeah. Uh, I joined the Commerce Society, Habitat for Humanity, Enactus, and SAGA, which is Students Acting for Global Awareness. So I said, you know, I had a vision in my mind. I want to get involved. I want to become one day the president of the student association, you know. Yeah. And many told me, you know, Osama, it's really hard, you know. You're coming, uh, you're Arab too. We we don't remember we had an Arab president before. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's it's the whole thing. And I, I want it. So uh, in November, actually, 2015, uh, the vice president uh, had to leave. Like to, uh, She resigned to go focus on her studies. And I said, you know what, that's my time. And I applied for it again. And I was kind of one of the few first second year students to become a vice president in wow. the beginning of their first uh, second year so i became a vice president in november february came again yeah. and they run again yeah. so i ran that was a big um, election I, uh, we had around five people running actually uh, in the past we used to have three two one three two uh we had around five people and uh, at that time i said you know what i'm the vice president student affairs i work with all the societies i have my connection and they ran you know mm. and i didn't get it i lost <laughs> and i lost from my good friend uh, with uh, six votes you know what? Uh, he got Five hundred. Oh, he got five hundred ninety-one votes. I got five hundred eighty-five, oh. and the third got like three hundred and stuff. So it was 
six cool. votes, yeah. and I was really involved with the student association. And a friend of mine, who is a great friend of mine, he's uh, with the Bangladeshi Society, and he got it. And everyone thought, you know, Sam is now the saddest person ever. So I woke up on my Facebook the next morning in my bed and doing like this, like six votes, <laughs> and they posted this picture on Facebook, and people went crazy. They're like, like this is just crazy. because you need to understand when it comes to election, yeah. you really never lose. Like that was in my mindset. What did I lose? You know, what did I lose? Some votes, votes of people. You know. Uh, but I can still uh, get back. So I'd like to be a vice president again. Yeah. And I had the experience, especially that I started in November. With the vice president thing, is there an election or you're just appointed? How does that work? So as you get interviewed, so there's a hiring oh, okay, committee by okay. the president and our oh, board of directors okay. and you, oh, get, right. you okay. get hired. So, And then that's it. I continued and I got more involved, you know. So I joined Model United Nation. I went to New York. I went with Habitat again to mm. Florida to build houses. So mm. every 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 reading week I go to Habitat. So this is my third time. I'm actually going soon in, in 10 days to, oh, te- wow. to, to Texas. Uh, it's oh, a, wow! Yeah. <laughs> you say, oh, wow, but you should try it. It's it's a bus ride. So it's a 50 hours bus ride. <laughs> we go on bus. We don't fly there. <laughs> so, so, like, but, I mean, you... um. How many hours you drive like 12 hours and then stop? In we the don't city? stop, it's non stop. Wait, what? So we just continue. So there's two bus drivers, one goes to sleep, and the other just continue. What? There is, yeah, it's, I mean, it never it's, stop. So, there, no breaks? No, we stop for breaks. So every two, three hours, we stop for breaks. Gotcha. When, uh, okay. when they want to fill the bus with gas, we gotcha. stop okay, and stuff okay, like that. Okay. Uh, we try to stop in like New York or stuff for four hours on our way, oh, okay. uh, but it's actually just going. So the, the maximum is four hours stop, and that's it, you're going. Ooh. That uh, that's a long one. Yeah, so that's where I got in- involved more, and then I ran in the election again. Yeah, uh, my third time, and I said, you know, that's it. I'm giving it all I can. And at that time, you know, uh, Trump became president. Obama oh. was leaving, and that's where I came up with my new slogan. You know, uh, if you really miss Obama, it's the right time to vote Osama. And that's <laughs> and that slogan just went all over campus. If you really miss Obama, it's the right time to vote Osama. And, <laughs> On, on t-shirts on posters and on campus and it's fun you know you need to understand who's your mm. audience who are mm. students they want to mm. they want to have this uh, fun charisma in a way yeah. and that's where uh, actually I ran the election and ran a good campaign and they won it and then it came uh, to my last year you know and I wait was... first though let's go how many uh, votes <laughs> did you win that one by do you remember in the last election I think uh, it's rounds so I think I got seven, 700 in the first round I think I end up in the last round around 1200 votes when uh, all calculated so <laughs> we got around 1200 votes so it was, okay. was, was pretty interesting so with the, with the campaign do you get a team or just you doing everything it's you so you and your campaign manager so you don't run with a team and that's mm. that's the difference so you the board of directors run so there's board and there's a president so you run as yours on your own you have oh, your man. campaign manager who was my good friend and from the Caribbean Society and he was the president of the Commerce Society and he was uh, my campaign manager actually in my second year and stayed with me to the third year and said to Sam I'm graduating but we got this you know we're gonna make it uh, so now we run a, a great campaign and that's where uh, we continued and even when I when I became president I tried my best to keep my involvement so I stayed with Habitat I stayed with Inactus I just wanted to show them I'm, I wasn't really getting involved just to win president oh, I gotcha. it's, it, it, that's yeah. not my personality I want yeah. I want to stay with the students I want to see their needs and their ask and that's where I became president and uh, uh, with my two years experience on um, the student association made me uh, have a further uh, insight I would say and that's where we we got we got things done you know we got a lot of things done for the so students. So did you ever bring Subway? Not yet <laughs> <laughs> not yet uh, but it's in the works so okay. it's in the work because uh, what um, what's the process of bringing a restaurant because I know there's, I think it's, it's, there's a Tim's on campus right? yeah so it, it's it's we, we work with Armark so Armark have the whole campus as exclusive so it's 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 all food service are run by Armark okay. and uh, you can't really bring anything till um the new uh, food provider or Armark want to renew their contract where you ask for uh, Subway or if Armark decided to bring Subway whenever. Uh, So actually we are now up for RFP in the next year and we are hoping if it was Armark or whoever is coming uh, to bring us Subway. So that's one of our recommendations we submitted to the university that uh, we need uh, Subway in a way and actually they're taking a good way that they might bring it. So it might be, it's something I've been talking about for four years. So it might not be there when I'm here, but But at least it's coming. It's there. Okay. So, and then um, what year was the first year you won as president? Uh, last year, so in 2017, and then um, it came to 2018, and that's where I was between two decisions. You know, uh, 
I'm graduating anyways. Mm. Uh, so should I graduate and that's it? Or should I do it again? You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you believe you can make a change and, uh, you know, uh, it might not be the best thing for your future because that's it. You did the four years, great four years. You became president once, two vice president. You have all this experience in four years, you know, mm-hmm. and your degree in four years. If you want to do it one more, you stretch it a bit, you know, so it might not be the best thing uh, for your own resume or for only like you're writing on your resume. I did another year, but, um, uh, um, or for your experience in general. Uh, but if you believe, I believe at that time that I really can make a difference. I really can uh, work on a project that I wanted to work. So we work on a fifth floor project. We made a new open space. It cost us around half a million dollars. We worked us and the university on it. And that project was just on the go. I said, you know what? I'm doing it again. Mm-hmm. And and this is where uh, I was around, you know, everyone I, I meet and say, like, oh, so Sam, what are you looking to work after graduation? You know, like, let me know. And, uh, you know, and this LinkedIn thing and all this networking events and let me know when you graduate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And in my mind, I was like, you know what? I want to do it one more time. Oh, okay. And that's where uh, uh, I run one more time with one poster on campus. <laughs> I just printed one poster. So unusual, we used to print 100, 150, and it said, I want to print one poster. Yeah. And Where if, did you put it? Uh, I put it, like, right in our Loyola building. Like, there was a big wall, and it's a big poster. Like, okay. right my, And I said, you know, it's one poster. If students believe that I was the right present for them and I made the difference in their life, they would mm-hmm. vote for me. If mm-hmm. not, I'm, I'm ready to leave. Yeah. And that's where I printed that one poster, and uh, my slogan was, if Obama did two terms, so should Osama. So... <laughs> <laughs> Are you the one that comes up with this slogan? Or is it your campaign manager? It's actually like we said, and like oh, okay. the ideas just come. So yeah. I said, you know what? And we came up with this slogan of Obama the two terms, so should Osama. And mm-hmm. it just went by, and we really uh, won by a big margin again in, in, in the last time. And yeah. uh, I was graduating in May, but I pushed it a bit uh, till July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dad comes to my graduation in September. So I graduated in July. Uh, but in order to be present, you have to be a student. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got my work uh, uh visa so i gave away my study permit and i got my work permit and that's where it made me take only one course it gave me eligible to take one course is that what when you start doing french yes that's oh, when yeah. i start so i was able to do my french class because in your study permit you have to do three classes at least mm. where in your work permit you can do at least one class yeah. so uh, you have to do at least one so you do be present so i said you know what i'll do that and i will focus on myself more you know because busy with four classes every semester and focusing on myself made me open my own business on the harbor and yeah, yeah, and launch yeah, a, yeah. launch we'll, a business. We'll get to that, you know. Um, but I want to go back a bit. So that first year, what are some of the things you achieved? And as president, mm. uh, so one of the things we worked on was the fall break for our students. You know, our students didn't have a fall break in oh, November. Okay. Uh, most universities around the country had the fall break. Yeah. And we only had one in winter. Oh. Uh, and ours used to be like uh, Thursday, Friday, and then the Monday mm. of Remembrance Day. Uh, where we went to the Senate and we uh, provided uh, documents and the research we did and surveys from our students. Yeah. And we said, how can we make it work? And, you know, at the beginning we got a pushback, like let's take it to another committee and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took it back. Uh, but I would say in, in three Senate meetings, we were able to get approved. Other student associations really fight to get it. Yeah. Uh, but we have a really great relation with our university and the Senate and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the university agreed on making it a pilot project. They said, you know what? Uh, we, why don't we approve it as a pilot project? See how it goes. Mm-hmm. And because you always look at December and the days. And we said, okay. So uh, this year, actually, uh, last year, sorry, in 2018, was the first fall break ever at St. Mary's. And uh, we were able, actually, by the end of the year, to approve it to become kind of forever so oh. we added the full break to the academic criteria so that any academic great. calendar need to be created it's gonna have full break so now it's not a pilot project anymore uh, so this was one of the things yeah in the summer we had our Gorsbrook lunch which our uh, uh, bar and the food service on campus so yeah, uh, yeah I hear that bar makes a lot of money yeah, <laughs> not really but yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and my one of the things I want to do is have a patio outside. So we were able to build a patio, actually. Uh, uh, it was a, a work done b- between us and the university, and we mm. built a nice patio where in the summer you can have tables outside and you can sit and even watch our uh, football team playing yeah, and yeah, other yeah, other yeah. teams. And it was just a nice atmosphere that where it, there's a tree in the middle and a nice patio uh, for our students. So uh, that's that was uh, one of the things, too. And I your worked. team did well in the football season, right? Yes, they went to the all 
the way to Lonnie Ball to the final. Yeah. Uh, so that's this is one of the things uh, we worked a lot on the academic side of stuff. So on all the regulation and the Senate regulation and how can we make sure that our students have a voice. So we work uh, a lot with the university uh, on that. So uh, we continue to try our best to work. Uh, we had our trivia nights at the Gorsebrook in the past. Uh, we used to have like. 50 to 70 people and stuff like that uh, mm. coming to our trivia nights every Tuesday night mm. uh, sorry every Wednesday night uh, where this year uh, and the last year we tried to focus more on social media and the new uh, trivia halls <coughs> and all this stuff and we started having around 200 people on trivia night Whoa. full capacity on every trivia night so friends Harry Potter all yeah. this stuff so uh, which is a great thing is for that our open student. only to the, for the students or all they... students oh okay it's all, all all students and you can even bring your friends from outside if you want to okay. uh, but it's a great programming on campus so we try to create more programming on campus uh, we actually held our first indigenous gala on campus oh when uh, was that uh, that was last year in 20, 2018 okay. uh, <laughs> I remember how did that go uh, great so I remember the indigenous uh, student societies they were at the society expo and they went to them and they were like Osama you know we need to do a small you know event like you know showing our culture you know invite uh, 20 to 40 to 50 I said why don't you do it a big one mm. they said you know a big one might be a big logistic and stuff I said but all our uh, most of our societies does this stuff like mm. why don't you do it as a gala and they said you know Osama do you have your business card on you I said yeah he said sign on your business card that you're gonna support us and give it to us I said <laughs> absolutely here you go and we tried to support them with funding and with the logistic and stuff and we had our first ever uh, indig annual indigenous gala and we called annual indigenous gala because we want to see it every year yeah. uh, start going and I was really proud to see the work done by our indigenous student societies and making sure that we're really providing them with everything they need Whoa. and uh, the university hired our first indigenous advisor to on campus uh, who is a great person uh, okay. Raymond who was able to support our indigenous students and with all the potluck and other events on campus from welcome week throughout the year uh, so it's great that we were able to do this stuff yeah no that's that's just great um yep. i mean i didn't even know this it, it, <clears throat> you know it's always great when you start and most events start with acknowledging that absolutely it's and, and stuff but it's great that you're going beyond that and absolutely. actually having having celebrating the culture yeah, yeah. absolutely because the culture is super rich and absolutely uh, Last time I was talking to an indigenous person, and he he told me things I didn't know. So it's every time I meet an indigenous person, it's almost an opportunity to learn something new. So it's great that you're making it annual. Absolutely, and and this is the thing. Even for us, you know, Saint Mary's with more than thirty percent international students, we really came from culture. We really know nothing about indigenous people. Mm. It's sad, you know. We came and we didn't know. You know, we watch movies, you know, uh, but we didn't really understand what the culture is. We didn't really. Uh, understand what's aboriginal mean you know yeah. uh, where we came here we knew uh, our classmates are indigenous our friends are indigenous and that's where you want to learn from the culture mm -hmm. uh, you hear the president of the university saying every time you know the welcome and the remarks you know where uh, uh, but that's where you need to understand what's that you need yeah. to understand what's what he means and that's where uh, we try to educate our students more about it and be able to support them more and more mm. so um, you become president how many when you become president, what's next? Like, you get elected, say, Friday night. What happens on Monday? So, nothing on Monday. That's it. You're the president, but you start in May 1st. Okay. So, all presidents, election is done in early March. You start in May 1st, your, your role. Uh, so what, what happens between March and May? That's it. You continue your studies, and there's the transition period. So there's the transition with the old president. Okay, and so lots of meetings with the predecessor. With the, yeah, and you go, they take you to some meetings, and that's where you put the application out to hire your vice president. Mm. Uh, because your vice president. How many vice presidents do you have? Uh, three. Okay. So I have three vice presidents and and two officers. So I have an uh, equity officer, wellness officer, and uh, three vice presidents. One vice president advancement who work with me uh, with the provincial and federal government okay. on the advocacy side. Uh, I have vice president student affairs. Uh, she works in all um, the societies and event on campus. And vice president academic who who sits with me on the senate and focus on the academic side oh, and stuff. And they are the first line. Like they are my main support system. You know, yeah. uh, as a president, you need to understand everything. And this. Is where you realize sometimes it's just too much you know mm. in your mind you need to uh, get to know everything is going on you sit on 30 plus committees on campus uh, wow. from board of governors to senate uh, to alumni council to executive board of governors to regulation to all these committees and yeah. plus you have your own organization to look after yeah uh, but 
this executive team are the ones who really support me. They're the ones who let me know what's going on here and what's going on here and how can we take the right decision because it's a team thing. You, uh, by yourself, you are the president, uh, but th that really doesn't work. It's it's always uh, the team, the team with us and the Gorse Book who runs the Gorse Book and the runs our services because we offer a lot of services. We are a $4.2 million organization, so yeah, we so, are a big... <laughs> so there's you... Your vice president, do you have or who who are the rep members of the executive team? So we have we have a support staff which is our full time staff. So we have a, a full time general manager, full time operation manager, and administrative. Are assistant. they also students? No, they're oh, okay. they're full time. Uh, so they're gotcha. they're they've been there for and, a while. So which of them handles your calendar? Because it must be crazy. Uh, so we have our administrative assistant who supports me a lot on oh, on, on my calendar and be like, hey, yeah. and she will send me, Osama, don't forget, you have this meeting, Osama, don't forget. And uh, yeah, so it's all of, uh, she is the one who really supports me on everything because uh, you need to remember, you know, at the end of the day, we are students, you yeah, know? I know, and uh, I always tell myself like for the next 10 years, even if I open business, if I wouldn't, I would never have uh, the amount of work or the stress I have right now, because mm. uh, as I mentioned right now, you just have, you go in the morning to work and uh, everything is on you. So no matter what happens wrong in the university, you are on the first line, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, so, and we deal with many, a lot of stuff. So we were working hard with the university and our faculty union because, you know, there was a strike vote and uh, we as student association, we are, we stand neutral in the middle. So we don't support any party, but we make sure that there is a fair agreement between both. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, being able to stand alone is kind of support us in communicating with both presidents and work with both parties. And uh, other than just uh, taking side with one party and we'll know the other party will say okay you know we'll do it this way or you know what i mean so uh, yeah. that continued our strong relation with our faculty union as sumusa and with our university uh, but all this stuff comes comes on you know so i was uh, in december away in vacation actually home uh, but most of the time all i'm working on is uh, trying to put the statement out try to update the students try to send this email for the seven thousand students you know uh, which is which is great you know yeah, but I, I like one picture you put on instagram it was like it was like a war room actually just you and this people was like first day something, something yeah that was a great photo it's, it is <laughs> and and that's the thing with being president it's it's an experience it's a life experience i would say like yeah. uh, sitting on the board of governors with all these business people and academic people sitting on the senate you know it's an on-hand uh, um experience uh, which is at the same time tough on on your side when when i apply for jobs now you know mm. uh, if i if i get a job i might get it because of my network of my connection not because of my resume because if you read my resume you will see simusa president this this but people outside doesn't really know what the president do mm. you know i mean when you apply to big companies you're like wow this is a student leader job that's cool you know <laughs> what what did, did you do a co-op did you they don't really understand what's the job if i go to an interview i might be able to kill it in a way you know yeah. be like this is what i did but uh, other than that like oh that's a student leadership but what outside student leadership yeah, oh nothing sorry you know what i mean gotcha. which is tough where uh, if you get that interview and you, you'll apply to a lot and this is the expectation everyone like oh sam is leaving what's mm. next you know what he's doing you know what i mean mm. And that's where I start thinking, do I want to do my own job? Do I want to apply for jobs and all this? But um, So does it, mm, you know how when, uh, say, o Obama was leaving yeah, and he, he put his kind of ran a campaign for Hillary, does something similar? No, you can't. You can't I can't. To, to get I support that person. At all. So I have, I have actually one of my uh, vice presidents, mm. uh, one of our vice presidents running. And uh, I have another people from our other departments running too. Uh, and for me, I'm always there just as a reference to support them all. Uh, mm. I, I really can't take sides and I wouldn't like to take sides. I would yeah. love to leave as Osama who was with everyone, you know, mm. Osama who was there for all the students and not Osama who's ended up leaving, supporting someone and them didn't win or lose. It's not my it's not my place really to take sides. It's not the president's job, you know. Uh, you you pave the road for everyone and they are who, do, who deserve the votes. The students will, will vote the man yeah um <clears throat> did your name has your name ever been an issue and that's and that's where i i get <laughs> i get i get asked a lot you know yeah. did your name and especially my parents when they first sent me here you know i remember my mom went to my like are we really sending our son with the name of Osama to Canada? You know, mm. like, and people might, you know, mm. uh, but you realize in Canada, people would never ever like try to even make fun of my name, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I would never hear anyone really, other than my Arab friends or close friends. Like, I remember <laughs> someone from the Middle East coming to me and said, Osama, can I tell you something about your name? I said, Yeah, you are my friend. Yeah. He said, I think you are the second most famous Osama. <laughs> 
And I didn't know at that time what to tell him. Like, should I tell him thank you? Should I tell him like, please don't ask me, tell me about my like. I was just like, you're you're the second most famous Osama. Uh, no, I was like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, you know what I mean? Uh, and and that, that, that's the thing. But uh, Canadians respect us here and they never made me feel that my name is something or I never, in, in my five years, you know, I was never, uh, even whenever someone, like I can see the impression in people's face when they ask me, what's your name? Osama, you know? Uh, it came to my first, second year, I used to let them know that my name is Sam, you know? Because even when I order something and it's like, they say, what's your, sorry, the name please? I said, Osama. Oh, say, sorry, what's it? Osama. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's Sam, you know? Uh, and that's where I order cabs. I always tell them, oh, it's Sam and stuff like that. But yeah. my name never affected me. And, and that's where, even when I used to go to the US, you know, we travel every year and we have mm. to stop by the border. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they were like, oh, Osama's getting in trouble, you know? <laughs> uh, but it wasn't, it never affected me. And which is, I'm grateful for, you know? You, mm. I, you always have in mind that, oh, your name might really make you struggle or might make, make you not go to the other step. And that's where, um, when I ran for president and stuff like that, I had even family members saying you know like your name is Osama and you're a Muslim and stuff like that you they, you might not and it, you're in Canada you know if you work for something you can make you can make it no matter uh, what's your name or religion or background in a yeah. way yeah you know you're right that's one thing I found about Canada it's, it's pretty much a land of opportunities if you are willing you know and open to <clears throat> taking the opportunities Absolutely. that exist there and um, so then what when you use you, you say you travel every year reading week to for to habitat, habitat. Yeah, exactly. so to build so houses what so what we do is we take around 35 to 40 students uh, do they are they members of the society a or? member of the society oh, okay. they sign up in september and our uh, how do you select the people that go everyone is open to go oh okay everyone's welcome to go uh, they start doing fundraising in september and mm. uh, so they start doing bake sale and different events in order uh, uh, to fundraise to event because there's a cost associated with it so there's ah. around $800 each person should pay okay. uh, but with all the fundraising and the funding it end up being like maybe 300 you end up paying 300 for the full 10 days with everything and wow. um, uh, so yeah I, it's it's part of uh, want to do something for the community you know mm. uh, last year we went uh, we built houses for veterans in the US in a village and you can understand 35 to 40 students in, in four houses like we had seven students doing flooring uh, five on the roof and they teach you everything there that's what I was going to ask yes no, no. What, what, do you actually know how to do this before <laughs> you get on nothing zero experience they okay. teach you everything where our members do some uh, building here in Nova Scotia so we go not in winter absolutely and, uh, <laughs> on October November we go help uh, have Habitat Nova Scotia in order to build houses with them and so and that's you get a bit of the experience. Okay. Uh, but then when we go in February, that's where you learn it a lot. Any um, so you came from Kuwait. In Kuwait, yeah. did they also build house? Did they build house with brick or with uh, wood? A brick. Oh yeah. Then we don't have wood at all. When we I came know. here, we're like, yeah. Wow, this is like this is weird, you know? Yeah, I I, I was surprised. Even that... the apartments, you know, like when you. <laughs> Like your roommate, you know, on the wall, like yeah. that's that's weird. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't wrap my mind around that. It's full of bricks and to... heavy bricks, yes. you know. Like here you see your balcony, this this amount, <laughs> and you be like, this is gonna fall one day. Like there is no way this balcony. If I got yeah. my four friends and we sat on it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's... But so, you know, but then I figured um, they've been doing this for hundreds and hundreds of years, so they've mastered it and they understand what works where. Yeah. And. Maybe it's right for the weather or the climate here, so I wasn't just it's, sure. But yeah, yeah I was and like, somewhere, sometimes that. I don't. I like I want to really do the research. I don't understand even the weather side of it, you know, because it's wooden. Is it? Yeah. What I learned the other day was that um, so you know that Tyvek thing is part of what yep. they use for insulation, but also when they build walls, they leave a gap and then they put the insulation <laughs> inside. It's like. How does this work? Here's a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting. Um, so and then, um, then you your first year you achieved that. So how's this second year been so far? The second year been great, and the, the the second year was mostly on the big project we did, which was our fifth floor. We we built a new space, full new space hmm. uh, for students. In it, that building, I met you. Yes, in the oh, back, wow. on the back offices. So the back office used to be just normal offices, really closed area. No students comes up, and we said, you know what, let's change that. So. We changed that. We built some uh, society offices full of How glass. 
how long was the construction? Uh, it took like around uh, five months. So it took and, from and May till uh, October. And you said your your organization it's like four point two million. How's yeah. our phone? How's our phone raise? So I'll tell you. So our organization biggest things that we run is our health plan. So we run the health plan on campus for our uh, domestic and international students. Oh, uh, we run okay. the UBAS. So the UBAS agreement with the municipal is through us. So all students have their UBAS, and we have a. Um, is that for the bus? Yes. So I read yesterday actually that the bus is going up by 25 cents yeah how does that affect that pass is it gonna factor uh, for in? us it's just increased by inflation every year so oh, that's okay. one point something oh, okay. so it's okay, two dollars okay. for the whole back because you gotcha. have you pay around 150 dollars or uh, something like that and it's you have it for the full uh from september till april mm. uh, in the past in the summer there was no u pass mm. uh, where we were with the government and we spoke and two years ago we start having a summer u pass so you pay $70 for the four month if you are mm. taking two courses. So you have to be in two courses and you can get it. Where in the best you used to pay for one month $70 if you need to get the card. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're able to do that and now actually we just uh, kind of uh, uh, extended our agreement for another two years with the UBAS to oh. make sure that for the next two years uh, everything kind of everything is the is. same. Everything is uh, that doesn't that, that really not have much of increase because mm. if there's a big increase this need to go back to the students. Mm. You need to go back to the students and, and the UBAS is one of the challenges we face because uh, you need to have a UBAS. No matter, even if you have a car, you have a parking lot, every student must have a UBAS. Why? And the reason why is uh, when, when Transit wanted to do this agreement with all universities to, sh to see the value of it, to see the mm -hmm. value, because you pay $150 for eight months. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, you, and use the ferry and the bus and everything. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Uh, with, your, with your UBAS. Uh, all routes. All routes. Okay. All routes. Uh, so they, to make it valuable, it needs to be all students. What it, is the it's process like, if you lose it? If we lose the... If, if uh, like I'm a student and I lose you, my You class. can just go and get oh, okay. another another sticker. Because it's attached to your student yeah, number, Yeah, so there's a, an, a small fees that and you just get it okay. back on your ID. But that's the thing. So when they brought all universities together, they all agreed that it's for all students. It's yeah. it's same as health. You know, yeah. healthcare, you know, everyone pay taxes, everyone gets that. It's the same uh, okay. because if you have students opting out, you will have like gotcha. only thousand students on gotcha. it and it just doesn't gotcha. build the value. They would yeah, have to, yeah. it will be, have to be 400 per student. No, they made 150 for all the students, which is, yeah, it makes, makes sense, sense which it is makes absolutely. Sense. It's kind of one of those things where people, uh, you know, we can go to the hospital and not pay $1 because many people many don't people, get sick. Absolutely, yes. on the other side. So yeah. it's, it's the same part. And okay. then we run the health plan for our international student and our domestic. So mm. uh, health plan from everything they want and uh, to, dental, to dental and everything else. Uh, do you guys get tax break like the union itself uh, on whatever you spend on? I, I believe so because we are non-for-profit. Non so we are okay. non-for-profit. So there, there is some work that goes toward... Uh, the tax brackets and stuff. Right. And then we get our student fees, which is around 150 for the student association every month. So yeah. uh, 7,500 students paying 150, so it's around $900,000. Um, when he, I don't, I can't remember, I don't think it's SME, I think it was a doubt. But um, what happens, how do you handle when there's cost increase in student fees? So when, and that's the thing, when 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 we, whenever we want to increase uh, uh, any cost, mm -hmm. oh, so you mean the tuition fees on, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. side. And that's where we, so we work with, with both the provincial government and the universities on on that about the uh, increased student fees and and it's a tough it's a tough call because uh, when you get to understand really universities you understand really universities uh, are not a business at the same time you feel it's a business you know there's no really stakeholder who gets the money at the end of the year you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and you know you don't get that till later until you get engaged you know you realize that universities are all they are trying is to break even like to balance the budget and being able to provide all uh, the services, services yeah. in a way and and this is this is tough because we look at alberta government there uh, pays 80 percent of the operation for universities what? where you come to nova scotia government pay around 27 to 30 percent so the other 70 percent must come from the students gotcha. uh, you know what I mean and this is where we sit with the with the university we tell them if there's a 3% increase uh, of course we don't want that we we come with our recommendation uh, uh, sometimes uh, we fight for our recommendation this one but uh, sometimes we try to look at the value are mm -hmm. they providing us back the value of this 3% so if we say we want to have a 3% are you renewing one of our new places are you building something new for our students are you getting them something new are you hiring uh, an, uh, an indigenous advisor 
organizer? Are you making sure that we have an elder on campus? Are you making sure that our counseling center is working well? Like we look at all the services and we see, uh, is it really valuable in a way? Mm-hmm. And that's where uh, we come in. Uh, the tough part is uh, you need the province to support more because yeah. as much as the province not supporting, that's where you don't get. So uh, I think in the next five years, uh, we will have a limit, a specific limit. So uh, universities can't increase more than that. Uh, it's going to be, I would say, around 3% maybe. Mm. Uh, and universities around, but that's only on domestic students. Yeah. And that's where it comes to international students. Yeah. But I believe universities are in a way right now that even international students, they can't really increase it that much on them. Because if they increase it, they, that's it. They're playing in a really big competition here, especially in the yeah. maritime. Because you have Dell down the road, exactly. St. Mary's, you have yeah. Sanifex, Acadia, you know. And students will start thinking about uh, their uh, price options, tag, you yeah. know, the price tag and, and the options. So I think for the upcoming years, universities won't increase tuition fees more than 3%. Okay. Uh, but you need to understand 3% on international students. It's a lot of money. It's more than it's <laughs> more than 3% domestic. And talking of international students when we met, I remember you were talking about that there's an exchange um project to do with a Chinese university. Yes. Do you want to so tell it's me? so it's a 2 plus 2 program. Uh, it's usually in finance. Uh, so the students will will do uh, two years kind of at St. Mary's and two years in the university in China and we will send our professors actually to China for a semester to teach these courses and wow. come back. So our professor will go and then the end of the program, the, the students will get two certificates, one from St. Mary's and the other is from Beijing University in Zhuhai, China. Wow. Uh, so it's a great program, yeah, uh, two plus two with China and really uh, give that experience. When they're in China, do they learn Chinese or Mandarin or? Yeah, but it's in English too. Like the whole program okay. is in English okay, and okay. that's the benefit. Uh, uh, but I think uh, Canada needs to play a bigger role. We, we get a lot of international and many other uh, uh, countries in Canada, but we don't really send that much of students out there. Yeah. So I think this is something the federal government will be focusing on, moving on, and how can we provide our Canadian students that on broad yeah, experience? Yeah, I was, you know I mean? was on, um, I think, Instagram, and I saw it, the, a page where uh, this business actually helps Canadians that want to study oh, outside. Outside, because yeah. you need that. You, we we get a lot, but we send two Canadians, mm. three, you know, three for our domestic. You see, many of our international students are getting involved in this study abroad, and they go to Mexico to do a semester there, and they go to Italy, to France. There's, we have programs all over. Kind That's of. That's great. Um, I remember there was the few months last year, sometime there was the issue with Saudi Arabia just taking yeah. their students. What what was how how did uh, you guys handle that? So we had around 120 students who, who had to leave us uh, because of everything happened uh, of that. And actually now we got them back. So uh, we didn't get the... Uh, so they had to leave back in the summer before August. I believe that was the deadline or yeah. at the end of August yeah. uh, because, you know, everything happened in politics between Saudi Arabia and Canada. Yeah, I remember... What, uh... Um, is that that the government pays their fees or? Yeah, so the government, so the government, is, uh, they are the main sponsor for our Saudi students. So they bear oh. their fees, their housing, oh, everything. Okay. So they come on a scholarship. So it's called. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so I was wondering how they could just. Like, yeah, so it's a government scholarship that they send all the students to start from the language center all the way to finish their degree. And they pay to the rent. They give them a ticket every nine months to Saudi Arabia. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. They give them a tutoring, a dental health plan, all the stuff. So oh, wow. it's a full. Uh, okay. So when the government asks you to leave, you have to leave because they're <laughs> yeah, they uh, in a way. Okay. But um, yeah. uh, we were glad to see them back this year. So every student who have a year left only, mm. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so every student to have one year left only, they were able to uh, to come back. So mm. they had, uh, and we made it really easy for them. Just come back. You don't need to reapply. We have just, everything. Yeah. Uh, so they came back. So was we had, that something your you did your uh, union did? Not really. So th- when they were come back, we our our association. What they, we did is we tried to. So you know you know how you have a prerequisite for your course in the yeah. winter. So and that prerequisite in September, but they missed that September to December uh, semester. Yeah, yeah. They came back now in January. So our association tried to help them with their academy. So uh, we tried to help them in in all the uh, kind of uh, override for classes. And if the prerequisite isn't offered, can we offer them the class and make the prerequisite in the summer they can oh. take it? So we tried to get them back in the class, okay. uh, in the class and big, bring them back on track in a way because yeah. it's not fair. They didn't really, uh, maybe they want or they didn't want to leave, but it's something outside their hand that they have to go back. Yeah. Uh, so we made sure that the university is supporting them. We support them through our winter walking week, making events and stuff to support them all. Uh, but yeah, we try to support them as much as we can with their academics and see how it goes. So we have, I would say, around 30 students or 30 plus. 
lust so back. So you are a super busy person. Do you have any time for a relationship? I gotta ask. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> because so you go to school, you know, and you always oh, and you go to Ottawa a lot. Yeah. Too. So we go. Yeah. What um want to tell me about? So we are part of the Canadian Alliance of Student Association. Oh, so the yeah. Canadian Alliance of Student Association have 22 schools around, and that's our federal advocacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to understand, and it's it's tough when we as intellectuals try to understand the Canadian politics. You know, because two governments, third municipal government, it's really uh, when you look at the federal government, they don't have a minister of education. So Canada itself doesn't have a minister of education because education is handled by provincial government. So each provincial government have the minister of education. Oh. You know what I mean? It's really okay, interesting. Know that. Yeah, if, so if you look at that, and that's and that's where you see, like, how does yeah. the government? And because it's handled by uh, provincial, where the Canadian government have minister of finance and other ministers who support a uh, minister for innovations who support the research and stuff. So uh, the, the federal government supports and the Canada grants. So they have the Canada program, uh, mm-hmm. Canada grants. Uh, they have all the research they give to universities to continue their work, mm-hmm. and uh, they support with all, of course, the immigration and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so what we do is we lobby on behalf our students to the federal government so we go every year to Ottawa uh, uh, we meet with all the 22 uh, universities mm. and we work on our recommendation what do we want to bring to the government this year we do surveys on our campus and we come saying this is the f- six main recommendations so oh, was that the body you won an award from I remember yes Yeah, what was uh, that award called? The Future Prime Minister Award. So yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That so was the, what I called the article. So that's through them. So we come up with this recommendation, six recommendations, yeah. and we go to the government. Recommendations such as uh, support international students in a way. You know, our international students, when they want to do their co-op or their internship, they have to apply for a different work visa, you know? Mm. We tell the federal government they shouldn't do that. They should be able to do it under study permit because that's part of their program. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. why do you need to apply? And by applying, it might take six to eight weeks and they might miss that internship because they They might know later on about it. Uh, We talk about uh, research and how can we support research, how we can support more grants for our students and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it have a big impact and that's federally. So we have to go to Ottawa for that. So we meet with all the ministers from, uh, I I, I think I met most of the ministers and it's it's, it's just great. And then we do do it provincially with Student Nova Scotia. So we represent around 20,000 students and that's where we go to the province and we meet with the Minister of of Labor and Advanced education because minister of education has nothing to do with universities <laughs> it's minister it's minister of labor and advanced education oh, advanced okay. education is after high school and that's gotcha. and that's the interesting part yeah. and actually now the minister of education in in uh, in Nova Scotia 10 years ago he used to be the Samusa president Oh, so his okay. name is Zach Churchill actually and he did two years Samusa president <laughs> like me so we we, so bo- we, we we both did the two terms thing yeah. but anyway so this is where the provincial and the federal and yeah at the last day of the conference at the Canadian Alliance of Association it's our AGM mm-hmm. so the 20 women members like universities vote uh, for um, students awards and that's where I got voted for the future presidents. Uh actually now moving forward um Yeah, this is the last year. What are you? What is your plan moving forward? And and that and that's where I uh, I keep I keep my mind uh, kind of open. Really, do I want to work for a company? I would love to. I would love to join a team. I'm not. I don't have this like oh I don't want to work nine to four, nine to five. No, no. I would love to. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I see myself having a lot of opportunities. I built myself really good connections in in, in Nova Scotia and Halifax, especially. I would never. I would say I would never leave Halifax at least for the upcoming five seven years. I would love to stay here. Uh, start I have a big Lebanese community here who is always supportive and they're always uh, there Lebanese? for me Lebanese community Are you Lebanese? I'm Lebanese so Oh so you just leave I Kuwait. just live in Kuwait oh, my okay, passport okay. is Lebanese so I'm I'm gotcha. fully Lebanese you know oh, okay, I would go okay, yeah okay. Um, so I have a big Lebanese community. So do you ever do anything with the festival here? I'm not just... really. Oh, okay. no. But I, I, I make sure that I always go and stuff like that. I make sure I always go to all the Lebanese event. And we just had last <laughs> November our first Lebanese Heritage Month uh, oh, here in sweet. Nova Scotia. Uh, so I wanna, I think I wanna stay here this summer. I wanna focus on my business in the harbor. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that yeah. one. Because I remember <laughs> you, we, when we first met, you were actually on the phone because you had to move money around. Remember? Like, oh yeah, and I was like, okay. No, it's fine. You yeah. have to rush. So, uh, the Instagram page showed up like the Harbor was, Watercraft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this business just came out. You know, we, me and my roommate. So it's me and my roommate are me. He's my business partner too. So his name is Omar Shafi, and he did accounting at Saint Mary's. You know, mm-hmm. he works at Enterprise, and me and him, you know, went to Vancouver once with Enactus. We had a conference there two years ago, and we we loved the water there, like the activities they do. And we came here like. 
what can we do you know so we said you know let's open this business and see how it goes and you know there was a lot of paper with the port authority and different and you need to register as a business and different papers you need to fill and then get insurance which is really tough because no one insured you in the maritime they're really not used to the water life sport in a way so you have to go all the way in Vancouver is our insurance in Vancouver and then finding the space is it on the waterfront is it on Dartmouth and mm. that's where we ended up in you know, finishing everything and we said you know we need to launch it on july 1st mm. why because it's canada day so every year on canada day, we celebrate with canada day our anniversary in a yeah. way uh, and it worked actually so january uh, june 29th we made uh, our uh, launch in a way so we got people for free and we we just posted that oh it's a free sea rides and mm -hmm. we thought like 20 people will show up and we had like it was crazy 89 people it and we, we never stopped since 11 a.m till <laughs> and people loved it and we yeah. know this might not be our future customer they just came but it just the uh, the word was out there mm -hmm. and then then we started in july and uh, we start learning about it you know it's jet ski my there's something called drive chef and all this stuff about the maintenance and stuff where we didn't Sorry, we didn't really know before. Mm -hmm. And that's it. August came, the long weekend, and we kept running. So we have weekends. We got 20 calls, and we are solid. We are fully booked. Sorry, we don't. We can't take any more bookings, you know? And uh, and I would say 90% of our uh, customers are first-time riders. So they've never been on a CEDO before. Mm. First time ever. So we, we take them through a 20 minutes all safety checklist, how to drive, all this stuff. And they just go and uh, knock on the wood. We never really had any injuries or anything through a whole summer, or we never even called our insurance. So Damn, uh, great. it's a great. And just shows the, the liability we're handling and making sure that uh, customer safety is before. So uh, we're getting more CEDOs this year on the harbor. So, so I, I remember you were trying to walk to actually be on the waterfront. How How is that going? It's it's still, it's still, it's always on the work. It's uh, so we're still in, in, in touch with the waterfront so still to make the it there. It's now. still, it's on our radar. We want to yeah. make sure that we get, even if we want to just get the tours to come out from the waterfront because, yeah. you know, we have these cruise ships and it's all part of the tourism industry. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's all about yeah. the support. Yeah. And the, when we first started, actually, our main goal was the cruise ships. We said, oh, if we get 10, only 10 people from this 8,000 two cruise ships arriving. Mm. But then when we did the research, the average age on our cruise ship is 65 years old. The one that, <laughs> are, the one that arrives to Halifax. So yeah. that might be not the, the, the best the thing. So that's yeah. where uh, we're looking at this year, staying in Cedars and maybe next year getting in the boat industry and getting boat tours and stuff. So it's a great thing. It's only a summer thing, but yeah. it's really a great thing to do and to have. Yeah, in a way. it's always great looking forward to summer. So, and then um, <clears throat> I'm going to end with this. You handle a lot um, and you, you are responsible for a lot of people. And you are so young, actually. <laughs> uh, how... What advice would you give to someone, the next president, for instance? Uh, my my biggest advice is you need to be around people. You need to be around people. You need to talk to people. People um, really don't care much as what you promise them to do as much as who you are. And they, they want to see it in you. They want to see it in you that, yes, you will work for them. You will support them when they need you. Mm. It's not always about, oh, this is what I'm going to do for you. And this is because many people say they want to do this stuff and they might haven't. And they might have it not because they don't want to, but because the timeline and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but people want someone who will stay around them. People will be uh, with them, support them in everything. If it was on campus or off campus, being able to reach out and say, you know, I will be your reference for this job I will support you here mm. uh, so uh, people need, need if you want to work in this kind of jobs and take it uh, you need to know that it's not really a job as much as a student leader as long as making a difference you want to make a difference in people's life uh, when Osama want to leave I want to look five years back and be like wow we made this work. Me and the team made this work. You know, you don't want to leave and be like, oh, that's it. Like I did my two years <laughs> president and I was once a president. You want to look back. You want 10 years from now people to say, wow, we had a good president 10 years ago. When Even when I run for government or I run for the municipal, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I have in mind I want to run, of course, in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, but you want to look back and say, yes, we made this work. We made a difference in, in these students' life. Mm -hmm. These students wouldn't have had this break or these students wouldn't have had this service on campus if we didn't really work as a team uh, to make it work. Uh, so this is one of the things and uh, uh, to believe and be grateful uh, I always say that uh, because you know I came 
all the way from the other side of the world, you know, 24 hours away by plane even. Mm. Um, but uh, grateful for where I am. I see many students wishing just to go to universities and wishing to do it in their own countries and they can't. And uh, we're grateful that our parents were able to send us here. You know, I always remember that. I don't, I never take it for granted that, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I always be grateful that, look, my dad was able to work hard really and be able to provide me uh, what, many people would wish for you know so uh, being grateful keeps you down you know makes makes you make sure that you know you are you are there between everyone and you are one of everyone and not uh, have because uh, being present sometimes might build an ego on you you know because you are the president everyone sees you on campus mr president you know you sit on all these committees and uh, but you shouldn't have this ego because this ego might kill you one day you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. uh, in a way that in the way you work and in the way you work because it's all about the team you work as a team really one person by yourself can really do anything i would say so it's being able to build a strong team uh, make sure that they are there for the students in their events and their uh, committees even in their uh, regulations when they are in the tough times or you know being always there for our students yeah. uh, so this is this will be my advice uh, i would say and keep dreaming you know I, i i always call halifax and nova scotia the place where you can dream you can be whatever you want uh, there is no limit i think the sky is the limit in a way you know and uh, so there is no limit keep dreaming and keep achieving and uh, give time to yourself you know uh, i would say in my first year president i really couldn't really focus on me as osama really if it was even if it was going to the gym or doing anything like me i was giving 100 to the job and my goal was in my second term to really try to give time for myself uh, in a way which i couldn't till now but i still have three months in my term <laughs> but uh, really take care of yourself uh, of your family because you get busy you get busy and uh, you get busy away from your friends you get invited to all these events and people are like wow look at osama going to all but inside me i might like oh, i really don't want to go to this event all my mind i want to go rest relax focus on something else but uh, you have to show face everywhere you have yeah. to be uh, you have to be everywhere so you finish work you go to work at 9 a.m till 5 you go to events from 5.30 to 8 and mm. it might be nice event and stuff but sometimes you'll be like oh I need to <laughs> take a step back yeah. in a way uh, so that's people need to take care of themselves because if you really don't take care of yourself it's really tough to take care of others uh, yeah. in a way I believe so uh, that would be my my main advice I would oh, say wow. Thanks. I like how you always say we, you never say I. Yeah, because it's we, it's our team, it's not my team, it's ours, it's we. But And that, and that's the thing, that's how that's how life works, uh, you know, in everything, even in business, even, you know, in business you realize that your employees are really who are everything other than you. You might start this successful business, but mm. if without them, you wouldn't be anything. So uh, that's where the we comes and ours comes. And actually, I learned it here like two years ago when I started as a president that it's all we, it's all ours. It's yeah. really uh, not one person because it's really tough to make a change as a one person. You yeah. can motivate people to make a change, but it's now we all together making that change. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Thank you for coming in today. Thank you so much. No, it's always a pleasure and I've been uh, following your podcast for a while. So it's great and I wish you all the luck with it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is the Blackout Podcast. listening.